Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. It is recorded in the book of John that Jesus once said, If he is lifted up, he will draw all people unto himself. Christ's death, resurrection, and ascension are all linked to this glorious exaltation, and it is a call made to the entire world. No class, social status, race, or gender is excluded from this declaration. That is why we lift up the name of Jesus on this program every day. Our teaching pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with today's message. Now, in our text, uh, Paul talks about two types of weapons, defensive weapons and offensive weapons. Paul was very familiar uh, with these weapons because he was actually chained to a Roman soldier when he wrote all this. Remember, he's a prisoner in Rome. If you look down in your Bibles to verse 19, he says, pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, the words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the gospel for which I am an ambassador in what? He's actually chained to a Roman soldier when he writes this. Why, he can see the armor that the soldier is wearing. And so when he writes the book of Ephesians, and then he does this section on spiritual warfare, he uses this armor to show us spiritual truths. I have to add, do not think that the armor was the -the run-of-the-mill equipment. In the first century, the city of Rome had one million people, but Rome ruled 100 million people. In order to do that, they had to have a military army that was unequaled. There was one battle in the year 55 BC with Julius Caesar, one of his greatest, one of the greatest Roman army victories ever. He attacked a town. He only had 50,000 soldiers. That's all he had was 50,000. And he was up against an army of 250,000, a quarter of a million. 50,000 went up against a quarter of a million. And the Romans won because their army, their soldiers were highly trained disciplined and prepared for combat. So not only did Rome have the greatest military the world had ever seen, they also had the best equipment, the best armor, the best weaponry the world had ever seen. So as we look at our text today, look at verse 13. Paul says, therefore, everybody say, therefore. Therefore. Put on, and he's talking to us who are Christians. If you're a Christian, he's talking to you. If you're here and you're saved, he's talking to you. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. Get on your spiritual weapons so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to remain standing. And then verse 14, here it is. We dive into these weapons. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your what? Waist. So that's weapon number one. Write that down. The belt of truth truth. And uh, this belt uh, has to do, I want you to write this down, it's the belt of truth, and so it's our integrity. This belt that we wear has to do with integrity. And the battle that we fight is a battle between truth and untruth, between truth and a lie. The Bible says that the devil is a liar, that he's the father of all lies. In other words, there is no truth in the devil. There's no integrity 
in the devil. And as a Christian in this spiritual battle that we fight, you better get on a belt of truth because he is going to attack you with untruth. You better know what truth is. Amen? This goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. You've got two people, Adam and Eve, male, female, in the garden. Everything's perfect. And God speaks. And they listen. They hear the voice of God. And God says, it's all yours. Have fun. There's no kids. Just have fun. It's all yours except one tree, one fruit of that tree. Stay away from the one fruit of that tree. And if you eat that fruit of that tree, you will surely die. It's all yours, but stay away from that one tree. They heard what God said. God said, don't eat that or you'll die. Satan shows up and says, basically, I'm paraphrasing here, don't listen to God. It's okay to eat that. Listen to me. Are you listening? It's okay. God just knows if you eat of that fruit that you're going to be like him, and God doesn't want you to be uh, like him. But trust me, you want to be strong like God too. So go ahead and eat the fruit. It's okay. God says, don't eat it. Devil says, go ahead and eat it. And here's Adam and Eve. They heard both voices. They heard the truth and they heard a lie. They got to make a choice. Which do we believe? And so we know what happens. They took the fruit and they ate of the fruit. And the moment they ate of that fruit, they were saying publicly, we believe that what the devil said was true and what God said was a lie. You see this? That's what sin is. Anytime we sin. God says this, Satan says this, and you're just like Adam and Eve. Here we are thousands of years later. We, make, we, make, we face the very same decision today. God comes up to you and says, do you see this? Eat this. Read this. Follow this. Love this. Obey this. Memorize this. This is my word. It is holy. It is sacred. You need to read this. Follow this. This is yours. Satan says, don't believe. That's, that's hogwash. That book is outdated. It's a man-made book. Have you ever read it? It's ridiculous. You don't need God. Just listen to I'll guide you. I will lead you in what you need to be doing. And here we are right here, right now, this very moment. Just like Adam and Eve, we're right here. We have to decide. Are we going to do what God says? Or are we going to do what the devil tells us? God says, read this and you will live. Satan says, follow me and you'll live. God says, worship me with all of your heart. Satan says, no, worship me. God says, Die to yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. Satan says, you don't have, no, no, no. Live for yourself. You are what's most important. You see, we have the same exact battle today between truth and the lies of Satan. 
And I will just say to you today, every one of us have to make a decision, and that's what Paul is saying here. Which are we going to do? Is this true or is Satan true? It's the battle of truth. In the war in which we fight, the battle with the adversary, you have to have the belt of truth buckled around your waist. It is central and core to everything we are as Christians. It's this book. Truth. The Word of God. It holds everything together. It's our integrity. We can't seem to even figure out what truth is today. Pilate asked, what is truth? Jesus said, I am the truth. Paul said, put on truth. And all God's people said, number two is the breastplate of righteousness. Write that down, the breastplate of righteousness. He says there in verse 14, make sure you have the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Don't go outside without that. And uh, make sure you have this breastplate of righteousness. Now, what does that thing protect? What does the breastplate protect? What's it protecting? Oh, some vital organs. Your heart. Your lungs. Your liver. Even your bowels. In Jewish thinking, the heart represented your mind and your will. Your bowels were the seat of emotions and your feelings. And it's in your mind and your emotions are the two areas where Satan fiercely attacks us. Our protection against those attacks is righteousness, or write this word down, write it down, the word purity. That's what he's talking about here. He's not talking about self-righteousness. That would be a weak, self-righteousness would be a weakness. That would be pride. He's not talking about the righteousness that comes from God But what he's talking about in this particular study, if you study the words, what he's talking about is being fully devoted to God. He's talking about you've got to know the truth, but you've got to be fully devoted to God. You can't be out engaged in sin or disobedience and act like you're going to have victory over Satan. Now what happens is Satan always is looking for a crack in the armor because if he can get you to compromise even on something little that's where he's going to wiggle in there and attack you someone said that sin will take you further than you ever wanted to stray it will keep you there longer than you ever wanted to stay and it will cost you more than you ever intended to pay make sure you have a the breastplate of righteousness live a life of purity in the world in which we live number three write this down the shoes the gospel of peace. This is in verse 15. No soldier would put on a breastplate and a belt and go off to battle without his shoes, without his Nikes. Roman soldiers had shoes. And I know this sounds strange, but even a long time ago, they were, they were like golf shoes or soccer cleats say, really? Yeah. How do we know what their sandals look like? Well, we know what all their armor looked like through research, through archaeology, through study, history. But what does it say in verse 15? With your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of what? Write this down. This is our tranquility. Stay with me. This, This is the thing that allows us to stand in the midst of a battle where there is warfare going on all around us, 
There's something that a Christian has that no one else has. We have a peace and assurance, contentment on the inside. I look around, I look at the world politically, I look at the world economically, I look at the world racially, I look at the world morally. There's a thousand things upside down in our world right now. But me as a Christian, how do I remain standing? Well, I got my feet fitted with the gospel of peace. I know the gospel. I know the death, burial, and resurrection. And I know I have the Holy Spirit of God in me. And I know that no matter what happens in this world, no matter how much this storm rages, I've got a peace in my life that everything is going to be okay. Paul wrote this while he was chained up in prison. I don't see him moping about in here like, oh man, I can't believe I'm serving God and I'm all locked up here. What's the deal, Lord? Why are you being unfair to me? It didn't matter if he was shipwrecked or stoned to death. They threw rocks to kill him. Every time he went into a city, they threw him in jail. Now he's tied up in prison. He's locked up. And he writes one of the greatest books that have ever been written. How could he do that? How can you read all this? And he's not discouraged at all. He's got the peace of God within him. And that's exactly what you need. It's exactly what I need. Two more. Number four is the shield of faith. In verse 16, the shield of faith. It says in verse 16, in addition, everybody say addition. In addition to all this other stuff, you need to take up your shield of faith. Faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And I don't know if you know this, but right now there are people all over this room who are under attack this very moment. Satan, anytime he wants, he throws a fiery dart. How are you going to fend off these attacks? He says, well, you got to have a shield of faith. And Paul knew what this shield looked like. It was four feet tall. It was about two feet wide, and a soldier could get down on one knee and hold that shield up, and he would hide himself almost like a turtle. And they could fend off those fiery darts from the enemy. Now, what you don't know, what Paul knows, as we know from research and archaeology, they would take those shields were made out of wood, several layers of wood, and then they would wrap it in leather. And right before they would fight, they would take that shield and they would dip it in water. When they brought it up, that leather wrapped around wood would act as a shield. So when the fiery darts came, that the water in that leather would help fend off those fiery darts. And what Paul is saying here is that when Satan attacks you on his whim, faith, faith is going to cover all of your unprotected areas. Faith at times will be your only defense. Satan will shoot at you the arrow of doubt. He will shoot at you the arrow of fear. He will shoot at you the arrow of sickness. He will shoot at you the arrow of confusion. He will shoot at you the arrow of defeat. He will shoot at you the arrow of sorrow. He will shoot at you the arrow of financial loss. He will shoot the arrow of unemployment. He will shoot the arrow of unworthiness. He will shoot the arrow of loneliness. But if you have your shield of faith, it means this. There'll there'll come a time when you're under attack where you'll say, Lord, I don't understand why all this is happening to me. 
But I have put my faith in you, O God. I am covered by you, O God. You see, there comes a time in all of our lives where you're wondering, well, why, why, am I, why, why, why me, God? Why is, why, why, why is this happening to me? And there comes a point where there are no answers. There are no answers. The only thing you have left is your faith in God. Your faith in God. Where do you get faith? How does a person develop faith? Notice what this verse says, Romans 10, 17. Faith comes from hearing the what? Faith comes from hearing what? The message. And where do you get the message? The message is heard from the Word of Christ. Right now, some of you are struggling. Right now, some of you in this room are hurting. Some of you, this very moment, you're searching. You're wondering how you're going to get through. And what you need to do is instead of feeding your fear, you need to feed your faith. So well, how am I going to feed my faith? You've got to read the Word. The Word is what feeds your faith. You read all the great stories of men and women who conquered and did unbelievable things through faith. And you realize that no matter what you're going through, that you can have faith. How'd you learn those stories? By reading God's Word. It's, what? it's so ridiculous. I hear this all the time. Someone says, well, I got a bunch of stuff going wrong in my life, and so I'm, I'm not going to go to church this weekend. What? <laughs> what did you say? Oh, I got you know, everything's going wrong. I've tried everything, and everything I tried just that doesn't work. So I'm not going to church this weekend. The church is the one place you need to go. Because when you get here, we're going to open up the Word. And we're going to read the Word, and your faith is going to grow. Stop feeding your fear. Feed your faith. Get in a life group. Read the Word. Open up your Bible. God will strengthen your faith. You'll be covered and protected against all the devil's throwing at you. It's like taking your shield. I don't need my shield. Oh, oh now you're in trouble. <laughs> Number five, the last one, write this down, the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. What does a helmet protect? Your brain, your head. No soldier would go into battle without his helmet on. I've read all the commentaries, and the helmet of salvation, everybody, the commentaries, they disagree. They, they, it's very interesting to read, because we don't really know exactly what it is. It just says to make sure you have on the helmet of salvation. And so the commentaries usually go down a road that says, you've got to guard your mind. But when I think of salvation, there's only one word that comes to my mind. Write this down. It's Jesus. I don't want to go to battle without Jesus. I mean, when all else fails and when the enemy attacks, you need Jesus. And if you've ever fallen for one of the lies and the untruths of Satan, or if you have a crack in your breastplate of righteousness, and right now you're not living a pure life, and somehow sin has its grip on you, or perhaps tranquility and peace has left you 
and all you have left is worry and fear and doubt. And maybe even here today your faith seems lacking. Oh, there is one thing that remains, and that is Jesus. There is only one person I know that will never leave you or forsake you. There is only one person that I know that will never, ever let you down. Only one. There is only one person I know who will always be your knight in shining armor. His name is Jesus. Don't ever wonder. Don't ever doubt your salvation. Jesus is all you need. And if you go back and you look at everything we've looked at today, all of this, all of this armor, it's all Jesus. The belt of truth. Jesus is the truth. Righteousness. He alone is our righteousness. The gospel of peace. He is our peace. The shield of faith. He is our faith. Salvation. Salvation is found in no one else except Jesus. And Paul is saying, before you take another step, you better get your armor on. Just put on a belt of truth. I'm not going to believe the devil's lies today. I'm going to believe what God's Word says. And then you're going to put on that breastplate of righteousness. You just live a life fully devoted to God today. And just picture yourself tying on those Nikes with the little cleats coming out of the bottom. No matter what happens to me today, I'm ready. I got my shield of faith. Pick it up. And imagine taking that helmet the helmet of salvation. Why, even if I die today, I'm still good. Because I got Jesus. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. 4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. The secret to overcoming any obstacle you are facing today is revealed through one of the most extraordinary victories ever recorded in the Bible, the Battle of Jericho. Joshua and the Israelites followed God's unusual plan to walk around the heavily fortified walls of Jericho for seven days. The Lord promised that at the end of those seven days, He would cause the walls of that famed city to fall, allowing His people to take possession of the Promised Land. In his book, Walls Fall Down, Pastor Dudley Rutherford shows us how the seven spiritual principles in this story are available for all of us today. You will learn how the foundation behind Joshua's victory is the key to overcoming your own hurdles and unsolvable issues. When you choose to do things God's way, walls crumble, victory replaces defeat, and a blessed future unfolds. Pastor Dudley's book, Walls Fall Down, is available for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. 
This invaluable resource can be yours right now by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also order this book directly from our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. Discover how your personal Jericho battle is no match for the power of an awesome God. Call us right now and receive your copy of Walls Fall Down by Pastor Dudley Rutherford today. I'm Kyle Welch. We invite you to join us every weekday at this time when we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Pastor Dudley.